We all do things in life to numb ourselves of pain from the past or what we think will happen in the future. So in this episode, episode 65 of our Love Made Easy podcast, we're talking about how we numb out in relationships in life, the problems it creates, and some good reasons for starting to feel more of the time. Hi, we're Susie and Otto Collins from SusieandOtto.com, and welcome to the Love Made Easy podcast, where we believe no one should have to struggle to have the love they want. Love is unlimited, and it's already inside you, waiting to be released and fully expressed. We believe nothing is more important than love, and in this podcast, And all the podcast episodes we released, we're all about helping you open to having all the love you could ever want and helping you let go of any limitations that keep you from experiencing love as fully, deeply, and completely as possible. And now, here's today's episode of Love Made Easy. So, Otto, we all numb out, don't we, in some way or another. You do, I Mm -hmm. do, everybody numbs out. And the question is, how do we do it? Why do we do it? What are the reasons for continuing to do it? Well, I mean, why do people continue? And what problems does it create? Yeah, you know, yeah. We've I, got a lot to unpack in this yeah, episode yeah. That where we're talking about how we numb out in relationships and life. I'll tell you what, I am a champion number-outer. Yeah, what, so, I mean, you every, use food, right? Uh, food has been my challenge mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. life. And... Uh, you know, some people it's uh, it's drugs. Some people it's mm-hmm. alcohol. Some people it's sex. Some people it's uh, making you know working nonstop. They're you know like addicted to working. Mm-hmm. Some people are addicted to working out and exercise. Mm-hmm. And inherently, none of these things are are bad or or good or bad. There's mm-hmm. no you know because, but when you use anything to numb out to escape the present moment with somebody to escape that's i totally agree mm-hmm. with that mm-hmm. and when you numb out so that you don't have to feel right and you know what's weird is that i've been really um focusing on my planning self and that's how, that's what i've discovered how i numb out Say more about that. Well, I didn't realize that my planner took me away from the present moment. Tell me what, tell tell me and the listeners what you mean by your planner. It's that I'm constantly in my head and I didn't, I didn't really realize this, but it's constantly going on what, like my plan for the day. And then, okay, I I do segment intending. Uh, I in in this hour I'm doing this, in this hours I'm doing that, and I have gotten so much better lately, and you know maybe in the last few years. But what has what I've seen is that um, I'll I'll just use walking in the neighborhood for example. Um, so you're out walking for yeah, exercise, right, you're out walking right. to move your body a little bit. Right, and I do it every day, more more or less every day. 
And before, um, before the last, uh, actually the last couple of years, I would just try to, to go around my, my route and, and kind of avoid people. <laughs> I know that sounds really stupid. After but all, you're a relationship coach, right? Well, it wasn't that I didn't like people, but it was that I had lots of things that I wanted to do that I needed to get done. And in my mind, I was going over those things. But, you know, in the last two years, I've really stopped a lot of that. And I stop and I talk to people. And I'm not in so much of a hurry to get... <laughs> get back home and whatever computer thing I need to do or cooking or whatever. But that's how I've been numbing out. And I know that sounds very petty. If and you're you, talking about planning while you're yes, out walking. Yes. And I know that sounds like, oh, that's no big deal. You know. But I've also heard you talk about planning while you're trying to go to sleep. Planning oh, yeah. when you're yeah. watching television. Planning, <laughs> you know, like uh, all kinds of times when it might actually be a better idea for you to be present in the mm, present moment. Exactly, and connect. And it's not that I, I haven't connected with people. That's not it at all. I have plenty of friends. I You know, nothing like that. But I've noticed how um, just turning off my planner or when I recognize that my planner is, is going at it, to just bring myself back to the present moment. So this idea of how we numb out in relationships and life, one of the reasons that we do this, and again, there's a million or or you know, billions even of ways that it could play out for you, the listener who is listening to this, as far as how it plays out in your specific world. But we all do things to numb out and not feel. Yeah, and it might not even be pain. It's just feeling. Well, so let's be clear. The only reason... We don't want to feel something because that is the reason we numb out mm-hmm. is there's something in our life that we don't want to face. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the reason we numb out in, in whatever our strategy for numbing out is, the only reason we do it is there's something we don't want to look at, something we don't want to face, something we don't want to see. Mm-hmm. And when we, and, and this can be from the past, it can be something that we're fearing in the future, but that's the reason we numb out. And numbing out can be anything from your inner planner working overtime like you were talking <laughs> about, to food, to drugs, to anger, to sarcasm, mm-hmm. to abuse. Of one kind or another, it can be not being honest. It can be, it can be anything. Mm-hmm. Putting ourselves down. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, the question for the reader, or, or for, not for the, the question <laughs> for the listener of this podcast is: How do you numb out, and why? 
What is it that you're not willing to face? I remember, Susie, when I was uh, in the process of writing the book, Preaching to Monkeys, which you helped me uh, edit and so forth, there were so many things that came to light in that book that I wrote about that I hadn't thought about for years and were extremely painful. Mm-hmm. Things that I thought were a certain way, things that I didn't want to look at, things that I didn't want to face. And what's happened since I sort of, you know, dredged them up from the, you know, from the ethers and did actually face them and not just face them, but really took a look at them. And I looked at my stories around these things. Mm Mm-hmm. And what I saw was, in some cases, things weren't nearly as bad as I thought they were. Mm -hmm. What I thought in other cases were that the things I was afraid to take a look at were nothing like what I had imagined them to be. Mm -hmm. In other words, a story I had made up about something my father might have done that I thought was hurtful or painful... He did it for totally different reasons than what I had made up. And this was so painful to me that I didn't want to look at it. Mm-hmm. And so it's so fascinating to me that this is what we do. Right. And, and you know, you don't have to dredge up everything from the past and, and you don't, know. Don't be like me. Go <laughs> Well, and and go into a lot of angst, um, but what what you can do is moment by moment, you can check in with yourself and from a neutral place, and you know you you can say, well, I don't feel neutral about that, but but when you really step back and say, oh, it's a, it's possible that I can just be kind of neutral about this. I can slow down and I can see how this takes me away from my relationship, from um, the people that I'm with, from, from what I'm doing. And what I can say about you, uh, one thing in your discovery of all this, um, you might have a tendency to um, be really angry and allow, you know, this anger to come out and never in an abusive way, but, but it was, it was a quick temper. But when you've seen how, no, I don't, I, I don't need to do that. It's not you, you're the, those buried, um, uh, angst moments that you discovered, well, maybe they weren't really, you know, maybe that wasn't what really happened, has kind of dissolved that. Um, I mean, do you see that in yourself? Oh, I, I totally do. Because once you start to face something, once you start to look at it and really just be with it, mm-hmm. you don't even have to, ch- nothing has to change about it. Why do you think that we're so afraid of feeling? 
The reason that I think we're so afraid of feeling is it goes back to we have this psyche that's within us that its whole job in life is to suggest to us ways that we can try (laughs) to make ourselves okay inside. When the truth is we're always okay inside if it weren't for the stories we're making up about how we're not okay. Mm. It's one of those things that if you're, you know, no matter what it is that you might think about, you know, the worst of the worst. I, I'm, I'm thinking in this moment, Susie, of a friend of ours. We had this discussion about resiliency. And the woman was talking about resiliency and how you, you know, it was something you had to, it was like a, a skill that you had to hone. And I said, no. <laughs> resiliency is built into mm-hmm. the design mm-hmm. of us humans. It's all underneath those stories that we make up. It's it's who we are. Mm-hmm. It's in it's it's our nature. It's in our nature to be resilient. Mm-hmm. You know, when something happens, so we numb out. We mm-hmm. don't want to face it. We don't want to look at We're it. We're afraid of those feelings. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things that happens about all this is. If I so imagine something bad or something you're fearful that you're calling bad either has happened that you don't want to look at or something you're afraid will happen. It's like you're telling yourself a story inside that says this means, and you have a story about what this means. So if you have a story, let's say about a let's say about a failed relationship or a mm-hmm. divorce. So let's say you have a story about a failed relationship or a divorce, and then you have a story that you've made up about it that says, I'm a failure at relationships, mm-hmm. and here's my proof, and this means anytime somebody is interested in me, I can't open up. Mm-hmm. I have to protect myself. I have to protect myself. Mm-hmm. And so... That simply isn't true. When you look at the the reality and the truth of what is, what you had is you had one relationship that you were in that you're no longer in. Yeah, that is the truth. Isn't that it? is the truth, mm-hmm. and everything. And else you stop after you know after that. Yeah, I know. I know. That's been the the a real big aha. Is just stop after the the initial, you know, statement. Because everything after the fact of what is really true is a story that you've made mm-hmm. up, and most of the time, everything that comes after that is what you're trying to numb out and protect yourself against. Yeah. So when you are recognize this story. Okay, that leads to whatever uh, thing that you do to numb out, Um, you know, whether it's food, 
planning uh, alcohol. Oh, I'll just have a glass of wine or, you know, chocolate. Yeah, let's have chocolate. Yeah. Let's have lots of chocolate. Yeah, chips. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when you recognize that that urge is there, um, you you then can look at the story that you're weaving and the, and what you're not feeling as a result of that. Susie, somebody that's listening to this right now is saying, but I don't want to feel that. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. What, are, what would we suggest to that person who would say, well, I don't want to feel that? That when you shove it down, then it comes out in different ways. And usually these ways are harmful to you or to your partner if if you have a partner your your kids your you know co-workers. co-workers i think that you have to recognize what harm it does in your life of not really looking at this of not of not paying attention to the allowing the feelings to come up and then leave because they do they do leave in the moment uh, if you allow them to, but if you're shoving it down with food or whatever it is you do, then they don't have any chance to go anywhere. Those feelings just um, are there still, and they do come out. Yeah, and it could be anger. Mm-hmm. It could be. It could be uh, over something that is really inconsequential, and maybe it isn't even that person, but they can come out. I know I had a coaching client once who uh, she was just really angry with her husband, no matter what, even when her daughter, uh, you know, was acting out, adult daughter, and taking advantage of her, she took it out on her husband. One of the things that people miss about how important this is to stop numbing out, and we've worked with a lot of people about this, and we've had a lot of personal experience with this. (laughs) And what it does when you numb out is it deadens your aliveness. Mm. And your sexuality. Well, it, it deadens your ability to... To be a high performer at work, mm-hmm. it deadens your sexuality. Mm-hmm. It deadens your ability to smile. A very mm-hmm. simple thing. Mm-hmm. Where did the radiance go in that woman that you, that it used to be there? Mm-hmm. That's what. That's a question people are going to have. Well, what happened? Mm-hmm. She used to be so radiant and so alive and so filled with with uh, light. What happened? Well, she's numbed herself out. He used to be so clear and so present and so just there. What happened? He numbed himself out. And so you don't feel him. Mm. You know, that's one of the things that women, especially if we're talking about uh, intimate relationships between Mm -hmm. male, female, is the masculine, you know, the other, the other uh, sex wants to feel that masculinity. Mm-hmm. They want to feel that person. And if that person has numbed out, you can't feel them. Mm-hmm. 
performance of any kind, when you numb out, the performance is going to go down. Mm-hmm. And your ability to set and achieve goals, if you've numbed out, you're going you're gonna to numb out your ability to set and achieve goals and perform at a high level of anything. Mm-hmm. But the biggest reason, I think, of all that numbing out of what it does is your joy and happiness. Mm-hmm. Your internal joy and happiness vanishes to greater and lesser degrees when you numb out. Mm-hmm. And so that's the that's the thing as to why it's so critical. So the thing we're encouraging you to do as you listen to this is just to pause, just to pause, <laughs> just mm-hmm. to sit with the question of where in my life do I numb out? How do I do it? Mm-hmm. What are the problems it creates in my life? And what would be possible for me if I didn't do this? Right. And if you need help, um, give us a call or um, just an email, and we'd be glad to have a conversation with you, a coaching conversation about uh, what we see around this, what you can see. Um, And, um, yeah, we'd we'd love to help. Yeah. Numbing out. It, it keeps you from your aliveness in so many ways. So reach out to us if this is something you'd like some help with, if mm-hmm. something you can see as a challenge for you in your life, or if you've just got a question about maybe something, some situation that this is playing out. So reach out to us. So again, numbing out, eh, not <laughs> such a good idea, but we all do it, but it does create problems as long as you continue to do it. Thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you have a question for us or you'd like to have a private conversation with one of us about how you can have more love in your life or how you can remove the blocks to creating more of anything you want in your life, just visit our website at suzyandotto.com and click on the link at the bottom of the website that says contact and then fill out the contact form there and let us know what question you have or that you'd like to have a no-charge conversation. On our website, we have a ton of free resources for you to explore. You'll find hundreds of free articles, videos, podcasts, and if you want to go deeper in our work, we have books, programs, courses, and you can also work with us one-on-one. It's all described on our website at suzyandotto.com. Again, thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you liked what you heard here, please recommend us to your friends, family, and coworkers, and we would totally love it if you'd leave a review, especially on Apple or iTunes, because your feedback and review is what will help others know that it's not only a good podcast and you've enjoyed it, but also it helps us be found in these podcast directories like Apple and iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Blessings and love to you. Susie and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care.